GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome, friends and fans, to another episode of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we are going back to the sewers with some amazingly talented people from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. So without further ado, let's grab some pizza and bring them out. Our first guest is an actor whose body of work includes Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Ray Donovan, and Joker. Today, he joins us to discuss the role of being the super performer and voice of Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Please welcome Josh Pez. Hey, hey. Hi, hey. everybody. Yeah, Josh, how you doing? I'm doing great. I, I'm looking forward to answering some questions, talking to people. I'm thrilled to, I'm thrilled everybody's here. Absolutely. Well, so glad to have you here. Oh, wow. You have such a nice, you have a nice little, nice little background going on there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is my house. This is my uh, studio. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So Josh, so glad to have you here. And yeah, it's talked this before. Uh, I had the pleasure to see you on stage and that was a lot of fun. And I'm glad several decades later, I'm finally able to thank you for that performance. Yeah. Yeah. My pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Once again, thank you for joining us. And next, our guest is his credits include Star Trek The Next Generation, The Muppets, and of course, Dinosaurs. Today, he joins us to discuss the role of Michelangelo in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. And in part two, Secret of the Use, please welcome Michelin Sisti. Kabunga. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so glad to have you here, boss. We're at GalaxyCon. We're a big fan of dinosaurs. So thank you so much for your contributions on that. Absolutely one of our favorites. Kurt Thatcher's big big friend of ours. So thank you for joining us here. And uh, how are things in your corner of the world? Thank you, Patty. They're doing very well. And I'm really happy to be here with all you guys today. Oh, so, uh, pleasure is absolutely all ours. Once again, thank you for joining us on the GalaxyCon virtual stage. And I see you've got... Uh, You've got the got the character behind you right there, rocking out. Yeah, he's always <laughs> over my shoulder, giving me notes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Ah, and next, he is a performer and director whose credits in front and behind the camera include Adventures of Johnny Tao, Sworn to Justice, and Star Hunter. Today, he joins us as both Raphael and a member of the Foot in the first two Ninja Turtle films. Please welcome Ken Scott. What's up, guys? Yeah, hey, everybody. Glad to be here with Josh and Mish and everybody who's joining us. Patty, you. Absolutely. Our pleasure, boss. Uh, how are things in your corner of the world? Man, things are fantastic, really. Um, people often say I'm living the dream just as a joke, but I truly feel like I'm living that right now. So it's really good. All right. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for joining us here today. Absolute delight. And speaking of delights, our next guest, he is one half of Partners in Crime under the stage name MC Golden Voice, who joins us to discuss the hit signal, Turtle Power. Please welcome Richard Usher. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. What's up, guys? Richard. <laughs> What's up, team? Uh, Richard, how you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, hopefully, uh, well, I might be on a slight dis delay because I'm coming to you guys from Gotham City, but other than that, Doing really well. I am just glad to be here with the TMNT uh, crew, man. Absolutely. So glad to have you here. And next, he is an actor whose credits include G.I. Joe, Lost, and The Expanse. Today, he joins us as the Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Use. Please welcome back, Francois Chow. Yes. Hey, guys. How are you? How's it going? All right. What's up? Hey. <laughs> Good. Okay, so I, I may have, I think I've, Overdid it a little bit. I was trying to recreate, you know, it's like walking up to the table at the con, but uh, <laughs> I, I keep seeing the, my huge head in the back here. It's just it's very, it, 
It's Raymer Land and Rosie Greer. It's the beast with two heads. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Where's your mask? Make it real. Where's your mask? I know. I, I kept have to do this. How you been? I've been great. Been great. Uh, I, I, you know, it's weird. I, I've seen I've seen Ken uh, a few months ago, but these other guys, Mission. I don't know if I've seen you since. Ever since since then, right? We we, Josh, we, nice to we meet were in you. one show together yeah, nice to years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, very nice, very nice. Oh, I and finally he is here. Finally, he is an actor, stuntman, and martial artist whose credits include John Carter, Stargate, and the Last Action Hero. Today he joins us as a stunt performer for Michelangelo and the Secret of the Use. Please welcome Nick Palma. Yeah. Hey. Come on. Come yeah. on. Come on, Nick. Come on, Nick. Come on, come on. Ten dollars on Nick. The little turtle looks good. Get out of the suit. Come on, you. Turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. He's coming to us from ninja school. Oh, yeah. That's true. All right. Okay. If he, All right. Well, our producers will keep trying with him. So, uh, He'll be back. We, we promise that way too. For all right, then, gentlemen, let me just say thank you all for joining us here on the GalaxyCon virtual stage. It's an absolute pleasure to have you all here today as being a part of this wonderful franchise and this series of films that made so much to so many people and our fans in the audience. On behalf of them, half myself, I thank you all for your talents and I thank you all for the performances you brought to the role and I thank you for the professionalism that you showed during it all. It's it's it, it really did this. These films really mean a lot to so many people. So thank you all, really. Thank, Thank you, you, Patty. Appreciate that. Absolutely, Love absolutely. It. Our team's going to the chat room right now, pulling out the questions for us. In the meantime, I'll just like to throw this out. For each of you, what do you think was probably the most memorable day, either on the set of the films, or maybe in Richard cases, either while recording or writing the thing, or maybe during the video? Ooh. I would say for me, and Misha, you can correct me but i don't know if the the first scene the the one that sticks into my mind was when we're walking down to enter into our lair for the first time and we were fully suited up there was water beneath us and we were you know chugging along and everything was slippery and it was like and we were trying to you know be really energetic and and I was like, wow, this is going to be, you know, it was, this is going to be quite a ride. And I was like, okay, we're, we're, we're in for this. Like, you know, could barely breathe. Everything was slipping, could barely see, but, it, but, you know, amidst all that, we had a, we had a really good time. Yes, we did. It was a fantastic time. I remember that that was the first scene. The first scene for me was the one with Leaf in the sewer with the pizza delivery thing. But right. that was the first scene that all four of us shot. I yes. remember that. And yeah. th there was Dave Foreman. We're trying, we're trying not to fall down and break our $35,000 heads. <laughs> and, and he's <laughs> jumping from the side of frame into frame. And Lanny going, awesome! I'm going, you yeah. son of a bitch. Don't <laughs> start like that. <laughs> I would say for me, the most memorable scene was on the first movie. It's the scene where Raphael rescues April O'Neil in the subway. And... In that scene, I'm doing the stunt work for Raphael, and the first thing they asked me to do was go up into the subway tunnel. And this is New York. It's a real subway station, but it's shut down, or so we've been told, for the duration of shooting, right? Because we're on the tracks and everything. So I'm in this turtle outfit, 
I can't see anything. I'm shuffling up the tracks, trying not to touch the third rail or anything like that. Yeah. Tell, I got to go about 50 or yards or so up into the darkness and then turn around and wait for the director to call action. And then I'm supposed to come out of the subway and go to do the rescue. Well, as I'm sitting there waiting, just breathing, can't see anything, a train starts coming around the corner. Oh, the light, God. that wind that you feel in the subway when a train's coming. And I thought to myself, who screwed the pooch on this one? <laughs> Check the right box because I'm about to die because this station's supposed to be closed. Well, that train kept getting closer and closer. I couldn't move at all. I thought I was dead. And then it passed me just like three or four yards away on another set of tracks wow. that I was unaware of. So I thought I was, I almost peed on myself at that point. Wow. So that's what I remember the most. Wow. Didn't, didn't anybody wow. tell you that those foam latex suits are great insulators? You could have stepped <laughs> all over that third rail. <laughs> <laughs> Got to a tap dance on the third rail. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I don't remember um, any particular scenes, but I do. I do remember thinking, "Wow, man!" The first time I was in in full shredder gear and 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 so forth, I thought, "Wow, this is great! I'm in a, I'm in a movie. I got a job. It's great." And then when we started shooting, you know, I don't know why, but the the helmet was real. It was like heavy metal. And then they gave the shredder this big, big old cape. So <laughs> I was standing there going, can't move my head too much yet. And then when I, I'm like, I'm thinking, ah, oh, crap, I, I, man, we should rehearse the walking around in this cape and stuff. Because this is like, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm sort of stuck. But it, it was still, you know, it, it's, it, it's an amazing, uh, amazing thing to be part of. And I'm still amazed that uh, here we are just talking about it, right? And Francois, you had one of the most impressive entrances ever in a film. <laughs> yeah. When That's you came true. in oh, with that shadow coming down, right. that was yeah. that was brilliant. That was well. Yeah. You know, uh, it wasn't it was it wasn't me. It was <laughs> it was a camera angle. <laughs> yeah, but you look great. That's right. That's, you made it work. Uh, Nobody can make a shadow like you, point. man. <laughs> you awesome. cast a long shadow so so patty for me was two quick uh, great memories one was the first time that i heard it the song on the radio i was working at a radio station in new york city at a different station and i had one of the other djs that works with me she was listening it was z100 was playing it and wow. she called me she's like she knew I was doing music and she's like, do you have a record that's out? And honestly, I hadn't <laughs> known it was even, I didn't know it was even released yet, to tell you the truth. I, they were working on it. I didn't know it was released. So she's like, there's a, there's a song on the radio with a guy who sounds just like you. I was like, what are you talking about? And I went to Z100 and sure enough, the record was playing. So that was just a wonderful, uplifting charge to hear that. And wow. the announcers were, were all into it. And I remember when the song finished, the announcer was like, transform by the, from the norm by the nuclear goop. He's like, so once I heard that, I laughed and I loved it. Um, <laughs> the other great, the great other memory was going to Times Square at two or three in the morning with the turtles. And, you know, it's typical New York because no one was freaking out. So I guess they were like, okay, it's either another <laughs> film or these are wacky people out here. So they kind of were still walking by and just looking and keep it moving. So that's New York. 
but it was beautiful. <laughs> and that was that was long before all the uh, the, the the cosplayers were at Times Square, you know, That's like, right. taking the pictures and asking yes. for donations. So. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I remember that night. We're, we're standing there eating slices of pizza on the streets of New York. Yes. And nobody gave a damn. <laughs> yes. Another homeless turtle. Yeah, and that was kind. Of, that was also tail end of the, for lack of a better word, the dirty years of Times Square. Oh, that's true. That's true. So you know, anything was still kind of going. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Right now, if, awesome. you know, if they if the turtles were out in Times Square, they'd think it was something where you'd take a picture, you know, because all That's the superheroes right. are out there, yeah, you know, collecting yes. money. That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. Hey, Different. we could have a new monetary stream. If I tried to wear a turtle suit now, I'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep in mine. <laughs> there you there you go there you go Mission, do, we get, do we get one from you get a memory from you from the production michelin oh okay in in addition to the one that josh mentioned my favorite scene in the first film was when we were sitting around the tree and the campfire when uh splinter appears in, in our vision that was my oh, favorite yeah. scene in the film yeah no absolutely that's mm. that's a beautiful one yeah. Very nice. Oh, it looks like Nick will not be able to join us for this. However, for our audience oh, members, man. if you did get a one-to-one -one chat with him, it is a different uh, platform format, so we should be able to honor those, so do not fret. In the meantime, we are good to go on our audience questions. So, gentlemen, thank you for indulging my capricious curiosity. <laughs> Let's go ahead and roll our first one from our audience. And this comes from Alex. Does anybody have any any special memorabilia from any of the films? Hmm. You know, I keep telling people, if I had known, I would have uh, <laughs> I would have gotten a couple of things. But it was like, hey, it's over. Uh, time to go home. And I'm like, uh, okay. Now I'm like, I, I should have uh, had to get something. Uh, hell, my, uh, so, all right. Uh, uh, well, Michelin, yeah. obviously you, got nothing, you brought nothing from the film. No, okay. I didn't ah. save anything at all. No, no. <laughs> Actually, I saved I saved my heroes. These are my hero chucks for both both films, even even though they stayed in the holster most of the second film. But these these combat cold cuts, I only got just got these uh, this year. Nick wow. had been given both pairs of my combat cold cuts from when we shot it because he had to follow up in in the in the following coverage, so he got them. And then about. about couple of months back, he mentioned them. And I said, oh, I never saw them. He said, oh, I'll send you one. So now I have my combat gold guns too. Nice. And I, I beat the crap out of myself with both of them. <laughs> there you go. And Ken, you got some weaponry as well, don't you? Oh, yeah, I got the uh, size, yeah. your size from, from Raph. I walked away with those. I, I'm curious to know if the other guys, if Mish or Josh, do you guys still have your original scripts from yeah. that movie? I have my shooting script. Yeah, the script is an amazing thing for those. Josh, do you still have yours, do you know? I don't know. That's such a good question. I for don't those who don't know, yeah, in the Comic-Con world, the script wasn't just a regular script. On one side was all the words, and just like a normal script, but the other side was a complete storyboard yeah. of the entire movie. That so was in two. No, the number one. I didn't have that. 
Oh, yeah, I got one. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. You're right. I did. I beg Yeah, number two, they didn't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. Number one, they did it. And so it's like a whole graphic novel of the entire movie, actually. And I still have my original script with the original brands wow. and everything. I, uh, I, I am stunned that has not been printed because a lot of, I would love to see that. But yeah, yeah the, and yeah, you're right. Storyboards within a script. I've never, I've never seen that. I've seen some illustrations sometimes, but I've never seen a full storyboard. Given more time, I'd go get it, but it's in my safe. <laughs> <laughs> As well, it should be. You should keep it there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of treasures, uh, what you got there? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, look so, at that. Yeah, so Patty, this is, you know, really a, a blessing. The Platinum Sales Award. You see, a, you see a cassette? You see a cassette as well as a CD? Yeah. You, remember those, you remember those guys? <laughs> yeah. uh, what, a, what a real, you know, it's been a blessing. It's been an honor to, to be able to be an ambassador uh, for the Turtles and to do the music and to hang out. And all the fans that support us, I just really love you guys and I really appreciate y'all. So this is, this is my, my movie memorabilia. I, I'm stunned. I, I've cert I've never seen a platinum cassette before. I, yes. I, I just go like, we all seen the records, but I didn't know right. they did. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Does this mean there's some seventies right guys with gold eight tracks? I absolutely. I, I'm, I bet you there are. I bet you I, there are. All right. All right. I, I learn something new every day. I love this job. God. That's what's up, buddy. I have, oh. I have the side that I trained, but not because Michelin and, and Leaf and I trained with a guy in Brooklyn. And also we trained somewhat in New York City with our, you know, with practice size, not the ones used in the movie. But I, I that's what I, that's what I have. Nice. Can I tell nice. you the story about, about the, the practice chucks they sent me? <clears throat> no. They first... They first sent me uh, a pair of chucks with a note saying, here, you can, re you can rehearse your chuck work with this. They were wooden chucks. So I thought, oh, okay, I guess I'm dumping into the deep end right away. <laughs> so I was beating the crap out of myself, like I said. I had welts everywhere. And about two weeks later, another box shows up from production with, with nice rubber-coated soft-handled chucks that said, oh, here's your rehearsal chuck. We sent you the wrong pair. <laughs> so for two weeks, I almost killed myself. <laughs> That's crazy. When I, was a, when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of nunchucks as a martial artist. And in the movie, I'm actually, the, for those that don't know, I'm actually the foot. Nisha and I have a scene together where he walks in and he goes, oh, a fellow chucker, eh? And then I'm doing the nunchucks against Michelangelo. I'm the foot soldier doing it. Well, oh, somebody sent me the outtake just recently from those scenes, oh, and wow. I'll just pop them. I don't know where they got it, but it's me popping myself in the head a couple of times. <laughs> but I sympathize with you, Mish, because when I was a kid, I used to practice with a skateboard helmet on. Really I good idea. Yeah. That's a great That's idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, I had a few uh, nunchuck the bruises on my noggin from my teen years as well. So I absolutely sympathize. So, and Alex, great question to start us off with. Thank you. Eh, what do we have next? From Lynn. Ah, are any of you fans of the original comics or the any of the animated series? And I think they're up to like six versions of them now. Wow. Something, yeah. I, for me, I saw the comics, you know, prior to filming. I wasn't even aware of, you know, I remember when my agent told me I had an appointment, you know, an audition for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I couldn't even 
It just, my brain was like, what? And so then Steve Barron gave me some books with the, you know, all the graphics. And I was, I was really impressed with the, the visuals and the vibe and, you know, these original comics that were very dark. They had a lot of power in them. Very much so. I, I, I want to, if it's okay, I wanted to side sheet off that question because I'm interested. Sure. I know Michelin, you're a, you are a dancer. And you brought a dance background to Ninja Turtles. And I, I, I'm not sure exactly how you ended up in a suit, per se. <laughs> but like, Josh, I know you're an actor and you were doing a lot of theater and you're from New York. How did you find yourself auditioning for a suit movie? Like, why was that in your purview? I mean, it was, you know, there, I, I don't think there were a lot of suit movies happening. And it was literally, here's, you know, you you have an audition to be a turtle. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and they, and my agent was just, just go, just go. And so I didn't even know, you know, really what I was getting into. And I was, you know, I just treated it, the character in the script, like this guy from New York who, ha you know, and I came up, you know, I grew up in a, in a pretty tough neighborhood and everybody was trying to walk so that they were bigger and tougher than they were. And I'm sure I had to do that you know, as well. And so I just was like, and then I was like, you know, like, I was like, well, turtles move like this. And so I kind of put it all together and just kind of, you know, physicalized it. And I had done some uh, martial art. I think I used to get mugged all the time. And then when I was about 12, I took some martial arts classes and, and nobody messed with me after that. I think just because my energy was outward yeah. and more focused, but I did like a few kicks in the audition and, you know, and that put it together, you know, next thing I knew, you know, we were being flown to London to put, you know, being cast in, you know, body cast in these suits. So I didn't even know half of what I was getting into. I, we had a similar experience, my agent at the time and I, we, we left because we had never heard of them either. The books that I saw were the ones that, that Steve Barron gave us. And yeah. then Peter and Kevin, very lovely of them. They gave us signed copies of the, during the shooting of the first movie, which was really brilliant. But yeah, I had no idea what it was. Ken, thank you for mentioning that. I, I was, dancing was one of the things I did. I was a Broadway actor. I had done five Broadway shows by the time that I got called in. And the reason I was called in was that in two of the shows that I had done, I had, it, it started with, there was, I, I did a stint in the crocodile suit in Peter Pan mm -hmm. for, for one cross. And then I did a show called Raggedy Ann and I played Panda. And that was uh, in a suit that was made out of shag carpeting, <laughs> almost as bad as foam latex, let me tell you. But that's why I had gotten the audition because they had, mm. they knew that I had done those two things on Broadway in those two shows. And wow. then when I did Cabaret, when I wasn't on for Joel because I was his understudy as the MC, I was I had a role in the show. And part of what I did in the show besides playing Bobby was to be in the gorilla suit in a number called If You Could See Her Through My Eyes, where the MC dances with the gorilla. So then was it another reason why they said, oh, he puts on suits, let's give him an audition. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys sharing that. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to sidetrack from the question. I'll Bro, be, no. 
I, in reference to that question, people always ask me that, you know, I go to a lot of comic cons and stuff and I don't, besides what you see here, just like a poster and a couple of things, I don't have Ninja Turtle stuff. Like I don't have pictures or, or action figures or anything around the house. I always, you know, and I, I don't, I'm, you guys are probably the same. There might be a couple of things here and there, but I, I always tell fans, I'm like, my experience is kind of different. It's like from the other side of the character. And just like Josh and Mish, I didn't really, I, I knew who the Ninja Turtles were because I was a martial artist and I'd heard of them, but I'd never read a comic or seen them or any, I just heard about it. There's this crazy thing. So going into it, I didn't know anything about it. And I learned it all by making the movies and being in the movies. And that's when I'd be on set and I'm like, who's that? And they're like, that's April O'Neil. And I'm like, what's an April O'Neil? And somebody <laughs> explained all the parts to me. So that's kind of stayed with me. So I'm a fan of all things Ninja Turtles because when it comes out, it creates Ninja Turtle energy, which yeah. is good juju for you know anybody involved with Ninja Turtles just because people are talking about you around the world. So it's good energy. But in terms of like particular comics or Michael Bay movies or anything like that, I don't, I don't see them or watch them or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Well, again, if you, if you, if you all gotten the, uh, the original black and white Eastman and layer diversions, then that, that was really all you needed to work off of. And then your own interpretations. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that totally works. That totally works. Anybody else either, uh, either pick up a fan, uh, maybe a little bit of fan afterwards or whatever, or just sort of keeping up or it was just, everybody was just like, yeah, we, we did the bit. Yeah. I, 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 I was a big comic book reader when I was a kid. So I, I had read the, the Ninja Turtle stuff oh. um, and I knew, you know, I knew all about them. And, and then I, when I watched the first movie, I thought, wow, you know, it was pretty amazing that uh, you see the turtles in the suits and, and the way they pulled it off. And it was just, wow, this is great. Yeah. You know, I, I when I got the call that I got the job for the second movie, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, because I can. I've been a martial artist pretty much, you know, since I was, I don't know, 12, 13. And I thought, oh, this is going to be fun getting to jump around and do some stuff. And then, of course, I show up and, you know, there's the there's the cape. <laughs> <laughs> a 20 pound cape. Yeah, so pretty much all I did was stand there in the cape going, hey, you know, Foot Clan, get that, get those turtles kind of thing. <laughs> you did great. You did. You made it work. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Patty, I would say for me, the A&R, um, when we heard about it for the film, the A&R record executive asked, you know, we like the demo that you guys have. But what we really have on the table right now is a new, a kid's movie, something that we need a song for right away called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And had I heard of it, I said, I knew about the cartoon because I'd seen them on TV and maybe a little bit about the comic book. So that was my first really getting to know, but I did know the cartoon a little bit. And then of course I got to wonderfully get to know Kevin Eastman. So I had some signed comic books, which I treasure and love. Yeah, that's my, that's my thought. And the 2012 a lot of the different cartoons, but the 2012 TMNT animation, I, I really enjoy it in the writing. So that's my thought. That, that is a good one indeed. Well, Lynn, thank you so much. That was a great question. And a reminder to our audience, if you would like to chat with our guests like I am now or purchase an autograph, please sign up at galaxycon.com and let's roll another one. That means we have this question comes up a lot. And from Callie, who wants to know, what other fandom would you like to have seen have a crossover with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? So this could be 
you know, Star Wars, the Marvel Universe, the New York Mets, something with a following <laughs> or a fandom, you know, it's not limited to just fictional, you know. Vivid video. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> Lots of suits. <laughs> <laughs> Or no suits at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought we thought because we bumped into them so much on the on the cons, it would have been fun to see Power Rangers with turtles. Well, that's happening now. And they, no. did, do, they did do a crossover one time. There was a show, Power Rangers and Turtles together. I did not know. And yeah. then now they're coming out with some toys right now that's a blending of the different Power Rangers with different turtles. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Like I, just recent terms of crossovers, I saw one, one of the action figures that you see at cons is a blending of the Raphael and the wrestler Sting. And it's Raphael and Sting morphed into one creature. Wow. And, yeah. And there's like three other, like Macho Man, I think is Michelangelo. And but there's four wrestlers and four <laughs> turtles all blended. So those are kind of interesting crossovers. But if I could see one, it would be Flash Gordon, Sam Jones and Flash Gordon with the Ninja Turtles. I would be very, I, yeah, that, I would be very down for that. I've seen uh, the, I think there's, I've seen the Turtles Batman crossover comic, I think somewhere, some, there's, yeah. it's out there somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've had uh, crossover. They've done an animation as well. So it's done in comic yeah. and animation, so. But it's always just Batman. I I always thought eh, I could do the do the whole do the Ninja Turtles and the whole Justice League. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be kind of work, man. Work. Who's got a Josh? Got a crossover you'd like to see? Uh, how about Joker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Somehow you could be in the back of a car and Joker rolls across the hood and. There you, you go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> oh wow, Richard, you got one. It would it would be the Batman that came to life. They brought that and made it happen. And in fact, in Rock the Half Shell, the song we did for the 25th anniversary, one of my lines is, "Forget the bat signal, just hold up a pizza." And so that's <laughs> in the song. And that was before that was before um, the crossover came out. Yeah, which is uh, great. They Right on. There you go. Okay, Callie, thank you. <laughs> Always a great question whenever we get that one. Uh, what's next? From Allison, does everybody have any favorite quotes? I mean, there's the obvious one that I always get attributed, which is nice. I love being a turtle. Mm -hmm. Said with a little more, but that's right. right yeah. Mine would just be one word. Damn. Damn. Who's got another line? I remember, oh, I was just going to say the people, people say them to me and oftentimes mm -hmm. I'll get Misha's lines said to me, <laughs> not, be, not because of who I am, just they'll, but they'll say like pizza dudes got 30 seconds and stuff <laughs> like, or a uh, wise man say, don't pay full price for late pizza. I get that thrown at me a lot. Well, orange, yellow, orange, red, very yeah. close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are all great. It's funny that mine is just quotes oh. that uh, people people remember. Fans always come up and say, hey, you know, can, "Can you just say this to say this out loud?" 
babies. They're babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> The way you uh, said these turtles, that really set me up the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, Richard, you got, got one? Tur- turtle power, man. The, yeah. the rooftop, the rooftop scene, go. you know, it, it became iconic for me. So we, we loved it. That, that and Jose Canseco, that. Tell me you didn't play <laughs> yeah. <Cole Price. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good one. Good. Yeah, yeah, true. There you go. Allison, thank you. Fun question. I think we have time for one more. So let's see if we've got a really fun one. And this comes from Phoenix. What is everybody's favorite holiday tradition? Mm. We are in the holiday season. I like eating at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. What's your what's your favorite uh, favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal? Carbs, anything that's carb <laughs> He doesn't see them for the rest of the year. So, <laughs> are you kind of carb, try to little carbophobic the rest of the year? Oh, you- no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, when I'm, when I'm trying to hit fitness, yes, of course, but I'm a car, I love it. Give me mac and cheese and mashed potatoes, stuffing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right on. Yeah, Thanksgiving Same. is Thanksgiving is pretty good. It's it's the, for me it's sort of the the ultimate cheat day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't count. Yeah, also, Thanksgiving <laughs> is the least pressure, least kind of neurotic, you know, of the holidays in a way. Yeah, um, and just you know, just, for me it's just being with you know friends and family and sitting around and. And I love cooking. I don't do it all the time, but I really just to have the whole day committed to just kind of the pleasure of eating and hanging out. Yeah, thanks Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm down with Thanksgiving. I, I I'm down with you on that because yes, I've gotten older. I've appreciated it because Christmas is as enjoyable as it is. It's predicated on. I have to, I need to, I've got to. And Thanksgiving yeah. is a pretty optional across the board. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's just about, yeah, friends and family and chilling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'll, I concur with the guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. There you go. Mission. Next year, next year, Thanksgiving, all of us together. <laughs> yeah. try In the it. Holy Land. <laughs> oh, no. Are you talking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's at Josh's house. I'll do you on board the Thanksgiving thing? You got a little other uh, Thanksgiving or a holiday tradition you enjoy? Well, no, I mean, any any holiday spent with friend, family and friends is uh, ideal as far as I'm concerned. And because we haven't been able to do that very much the last couple of years, it's even more precious now. So, yeah, it doesn't matter to me which holiday it is as long as you're with the people you love. Absolutely. And amen to that. Phoenix, thank you so much. Wishing you a wonderful holiday season. And GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it absolutely does not have to be yours. If you'd like to chat with our guests like I have today or purchase a personalized autograph, please sign up at galaxycon.com. And while you're there, we invite you to check out our schedule of upcoming events just like this one. Gentlemen, it's been an absolute blast. Any final words before we take our leave? I'll just throw out things that I have coming up. I just finished this series on Hulu called The Dropout about Elizabeth, the Elizabeth Holmes, this woman who created this Theranos device, which was all kind of a con. 
uh, <laughs> a different kind of con. Um, so I, yeah, so I just finished that. I'm super psyched about that. And I'm just, um, I'm just so touched by how, you know, this movie that we all did, how it just resonated, you know, with, you know, with the fans and it's kind of, I'm still surprised by it, but also really touched by it and really appreciate just how, how vocal everybody is about how the movie resonated with, you know, with them. It's very, it's, it's a very sweet. Yeah, episode. absolutely. I agree 100% with all of what Josh just said. My stuff, you can currently see me drumming with Animal as Animal uh, in the Geico commercial that's running right now. Oh, cool. And we got a couple of oh, other nice. things in the fires with Muppets, but I can't talk about them, obviously. But there's some hope that things will be uh, picking up again as they, they were planned to be before pandemic. And otherwise, I would just like to say uh, again, along the lines of what Josh just said, that the best part of this whole experience has been the fan. The things that you share with us have been the gifts that keep on giving and giving and giving. And God bless you all for that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I, I share that sentiment, obviously, with Josh and Nish um, and the rest of you guys as well. It's amazing that, you know, what we did or what we were part of changed the world. You know, it is a different world because of the Ninja Turtles and the movie. And it's part of the fabric of society now, 30 years later. You know, people often say to me, oh, the turtles are coming back. I'm like, the turtles never left. They're now just as much a part of our culture as Superman or Batman or anything else. They're here. And it just like for my generation, mm -hmm. Star Wars was the mythology that I learned about around the campfire. And that, those were the heroes that I looked towards. Ninja Turtles is a mythology for a whole other generation. And they, they subscribe to the behaviors of those four brothers and, and, and how they become one and all that stuff. So... I've seen a lot of people live that and have the experience to deal with all the fans. For me personally, for those that don't know, I wrote a book about it. It's called Teenage Ninja, The Mutant Turtle. It's a, you can go to turtleconfessions.com to check it out. It's on Amazon. It's an Amazon bestseller. And it talks about how I became Raphael and the goals that I set to do it. And then all the crazy behind the scenes stories of what happened on the movies and me meeting all these other guys and how much they meant to me and what I learned from everybody. So if you want to check it out, Go to turtleconfessions.com. Great. Right. Uh, the the Great. perfect Christmas gift. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's an author. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just to touch on what everybody else said, it's, it's you know, you meet the fans. And it's, for me anyway, it's very, it's sort of humbling because so many people come up to you and, and, and you guys know this. They say, oh, my God, you know this movie was such a, a big part of my childhood and this movie really made my you know when i was a kid and i had i was going through through bad stuff or whatever this this movie really helped me out and i can you know this is this is this has lasted you know these guys are you know with the oil and and girls have come up to you they're you know they're they're getting up there in age they <laughs> <laughs> still you know you go wow um you, you just feel so lucky to to have been a part of something like this you know that it's it's i don't know it, it's it's kind of overwhelming sometimes when when you talk to the to the fans and they just they tell you these things and you're like man i you know i yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's true yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 I do. guys, I appreciate the fans so much. They've, they've meant so much. They've shared so much with me about how much the song meant to them and that they know all the lyrics. And the highlight uh, recently was at the Oscars, February, um, 2020 Oscars, Lin-Manuel Miranda gave a shout out to songs, the best song in motion picture. He named a couple of songs and one of them was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Total Power by Partners in Crime. It blew me away. It really did. Wow. And he's since been on the Ryan show to talk about the song. He's tweeted a few times that he knows the lyrics, that all this lyrics. So it's been a blessing. I thank all the fans, everybody. It's been great. Without you, Richard, there's no Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, gentlemen, once again, thank you for joining us on the GalaxyCon virtual stage. It's been my absolute privilege to serve you today. Thank you to our audience for joining us today, and thank you for your great questions. Hope to see everybody again soon. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care, happy holidays, and remember, smiles are free. Spend them often.